This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, what do you say? It's Jerry and Al on the postgame podcast on a Tuesday, a 90-degree Tuesday, uh, albeit, as a matter of fact, in New York City, quite warm. Uh, but we're inside where it's cool, and we enjoyed the show this morning, as we do always. And a lot of conversation right now, if you don't have your tickets yet, uh, you can now buy your tickets for the game on June 3rd, the celebrity softball game at Yankee Stadium. Go to Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster.com, uh, all sorts of ways to get these tickets. It's going to be a blast. We're all going to be there. Uh, I feel bad for the guy sitting across from me because I have to imagine you are very involved in this, and I imagine uh, over the last couple of days you have spent a lot of time trying to book celebrities to come play. Uh, Craig has given me a list of some celebrities that I have contacts for to email, which I had planned on doing yesterday when I got home. But I ended up spending most of yesterday attempting to install smoke detectors in my condo. Uh, New Jersey has this thing where if you're in a condo, and I guess townhouse, any attached housing where you're attached to other people, where every five years, someone from the state of New Jersey comes into your dwelling and they check on your smoke detectors and to make sure that they're up to code. For example, where I live in this condo, it's a one floor condo. I have one smoke detector in there. And, okay. it's, and it's sort of centrally located, and it's electric. It's built into the into the wall. So these are hardwired this, smoke detectors. This is one hardwired one. Okay. Now, when they sent around this thing saying, hey, you have to let us into your unit on Tuesday. That's a problem. They sent around a thing that also gave me the update on smoke detectors. They want one in every bedroom. Yes. Of which I have two. And they said, oh, your, your hardwired one is over 10 years old, so that's no good. Oh, boy. So... I went out. I went out to uh, you know the hardware store and got myself some smoke detectors, which I thought, Jerry, literally all you do is you drill two holes in the ceiling, you attach the brace, the plastic brace, yes. and then you twist in the smoke Correct. detector. I have seven in my house. I do it every couple of years. I know right. how it goes. By the way, they're all lifetime batteries now. Ten years. Is that true? Ten yeah, years. And in ten years, you throw the whole unit out. Right. I'm sure you have to recycle that, but. Um, it took me about three hours yesterday. How many? Two of them. Come on. I didn't have a drill. So I had to, I had to get a drill uh, for my neighbor. Well, hold on. Time out. Yeah. What are you getting a drill from your well, you neighbor gotta, for? I don't have a drill. You have a hammer and nails? I do. You hammer a nail into the wall. Hole. Oh, I literally <laughs> didn't even think of that. Because now you've got the pilot and now you can screw the, yeah. the, the screw in. Yes. Well, that took me two hours. Oh boy. And then the hardwired one, Jerry, I have no, I unscrewed the, it's just wires back there. I'm not an electrician. How am I possibly going to figure out how to hardwire a smoke detector? It's very simple. Just look at how it's wired already. Take a picture on your phone, unwire it, and then put it back together with the new one. I know I would electrocute myself. You turn the breaker off. 
They're not labeled. Most of these breakers in these places are not labeled. Is there correctly. a light on the smoke detector? There's a, a flashing. Of course there is. Well, maybe that's well, the, the battery, battery backup. Would keep that on, so that probably would work. So if you myself. didn't know, that would be an issue. That having been said, if the amount of electricity going through that's got to be so small, just, you're not going to kill yourself. Just number me. one, maybe. Number two, you would get yeah. I mean, a little bit of a jolt, but nothing horrible. Number two. Man, you're so good with your phone. You just take a picture of the way it's wired, right? And then you undo it and put it right back together with the new one. It's the same wiring. I have a neighbor down the street from me. He's an electrician. He put in a uh, ceiling fan for me last summer. Okay, and and I I think I gave him a hundred dollars. Okay, that's fair. What, what would I give him to? Well, hold to... on. You didn't do it. Me put the ceiling fan in. No, you you didn't get the hardwired smoke detector in after spending an hour on it. I didn't. No. Oh my god. So I'm going to probably <laughs> fail that. But then you get 60 days to comply. See, here's the problem. You gave the guy 100 bucks to yeah. come do the ceiling fan. Had yes. it have taken him, what, that 40 took, minutes? No, that took a long time, too. It was, it, we ran into complications. Okay, so you gave him $100. Yeah. He's going to come into your place and do this, my guess, and you're going to run a clock on it within he's an 12 ele- minutes. Right, he's an electrician. Well, what are you going to give him for 12 minutes? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you here. you got to give him at least 50 bucks. That's what I was absurd thinking. absurd for 12 minutes. I was minutes. thinking $50. Yes. Fifty bucks, but I'll have a nice new oh, smoke detector. Oh, you're so detector. sad. I feel bad for you. And you know, Jerry, that all the smoke detectors now are also carbon monoxide. Car- yes, absolutely. Or dioxide, so you don't die when you're sleeping. And is that looking for carbon monoxide or dioxide? Oh, boy, carbon monoxide. Monoxide. We all give off carbon dioxide. That would be a problem because that alarm would so be going off constantly. Constantly, carbon monoxide oh, is the poison the that bad will kill gas. you. That is odorless and odorless. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. That you have to have. And yes. that, here's the thing about those I don't understand. I never know if carbon monoxide detectors are supposed to be low yes. or high because I've heard the gas is very heavy, so you should keep it low. I think low because. But what about the smoke detector then? If you've got it low, smoke rises. You want that high. Yeah. I have the ones that you, the, the carbon monoxide detector that you plug into the wall, and all the plugs are low. All right, well, that's just a carbon monoxide one. Yeah, I'm talking about the monoxide. smoke detector carbon monoxide one, which I have a couple of those combo ones, too. I have them right in the middle of the wall because, yeah. quite frankly, I'm not sure where it goes. Right. But I figure it's better than nothing. Speaking of these detectors, so we have uh, our air conditioning unit. Sometimes a little cylinder filled, um, stops filling up with water because the water that the air conditioning unit uh, emits outside on the tube gets jammed for whatever reason. they got to come blow it out, whatever. And so when that happens and you're not aware of it, I get a flood downstairs and it gets under the under the floor and i've already had to replace the floor about five years ago and five years ago they told me here's what you're going to do you're going to get a water detector basically you stick it on the water tank and there's a little sensor underneath this little piece you sit it on the floor and when it when it senses humidity or water or any type of uh wetness i guess i don't know dampness it's going to go off fair enough i had never heard it go off i wake up this morning and my alarm goes off at 2 30 we have central air, but upstairs it's hot. So I go with window units and freestanding units. I want to be cold when I sleep. So I wake up. Everything's good. It was hot. Window units on last night. I get up. I walk outside of my bedroom, and I hear this horrendous alarm going off. A couple of issues here. Number one, how the hell we didn't hear it is really bad because that means I might not hear my ADT alarm going off or a smoke alarm going off. Number one. Number two, I go down. I can't shut the damn thing off. It's 2.30 in the morning. I can't find the off switch. My ears are about to explode from this noise, and there's no water present. Why is it going off, number one? Number two, why do they put the power button on the underside? 
How is your family sleeping through this? You live in a mansion, Jerry? Holy Jesus. You must have a mansion. I don't have a mansion. You've been to my house. You know oh. what my house is. My house is a very normal, middle-class house in suburbia. Not a mansion. There's nothing crazy about it. I know yeah. people with apartments that are five times the size of my house. So Cranks. I didn't hear it because the window unit air conditioner was going, and my sons are sleeping in another room, and they've got uh, one of those portable air conditioners that vents out the window, but it's one of those freestanding ones. The noise completely just deafened and muted the alarm. Oh, horrible. so you have a lot of detectors in your house. I do. Be- you know what? And it's mostly because of my kids. I don't know that I would have all these. Yeah, you I have just a water detector the for the air conditioner. I've got uh, six smoke detectors. I would say I got them almost every room. I got the carbon monoxide detectors. I think that's it. What else? Would I- and I have an alarm, which is a detector. It is a detector for thieves. That a is thief correct. Detector. Which, by the way, I should say I did set that off one night by the by mistake going to work. That the whole neighborhood That hears. woke people up. That was, you talk about, it was like a 747 landing on your house. It was so loud. Yeah. That was rough. That's effective. Yes. Jerry, the Olive Garden. Love you the love Olive the Olive You're an Italian uh, food connoisseur. You love the Olive Garden. But I don't like it for the Italian food. Go figure. Oh. Uh, you know, the breadsticks are very popular there. Where they're, yes. They're making uh, Olive Garden breadstick sandwiches now. Really? You can get a chicken parm and meatball sandwich on a... On a Olive Garden breadstick. That's going to be a really thin sandwich, huh? Now, when I was in college uh, in in, in uh, Indiana, we always used to go as a group to the Olive Garden to get the um, breadstick and salad as a meal. Yeah, five ninety nine. All you can eat five ninety nine. Yeah, and it was a lot of women. I, I I went to college with a lot of women. Right. And we used to, including the women, just down tons of these breadsticks. Yeah. Which nowadays, this was like, this was 1992, 93. Nowadays, we're so conscious of carbs, I couldn't imagine a woman eating one breadstick. Let alone five of them? Yeah, but back then, there was no idea about carbs. When did we learn that you shouldn't be eating breadsticks? Two words. Atkins diet. That's when we learned I think to so. watch carbs. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Atkins diet was the first one that made it really public that carbs are like the devil, which they're not good for you, but having one once in a while is not going to kill you either. His diet, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, takes all carbs out. Yes, just basically. meat. You eat all proteins, essentially. Yeah. Uh, fruits. I don't know about fruits and vegetables. I know you have eat some of them, but no bread at all whatsoever. So I think that would be the genesis of... Carbs are horrible for you. It's all coming back to me now. The girls used to, not only would they eat like 15 breadsticks a piece. And those beer? Are, those are big bread. They would they would get a side of Alfredo sauce to oh, dip it in. God. I mean, think about <laughs> that. All right. Now, I just gave you the answer to the carbs. Where did the saturated fats come into play? Yeah. I'd like to know. I'd like a timeline of uh, health food. And high like, fructose corn syrup, which yeah. right now is like, oh, my God. Yeah. The when, worst thing ever. Yeah. When did we learn all these things? I think in the last 15 years, we've all become very health conscious, which is remarkable to me because as you walk around town now, it's 90 degrees outside, right? Yesterday was beautiful, too. You walk around and you see not just women. Men as well, wearing clothes, quite frankly, they should not be wearing. Yes. So we're very health conscious as a society now, and yet everybody's huge. Yes, a lot of people are huge. Why is that? People drink a lot of soda, I think. Or they get, like, coffee at the coffee places. Oh, the creamers are horrible. But they, yeah, but they're getting the specialty drinks with Which caramel. Which could be 500 calories. Yes, and they're not realizing that. Which is right. People are drinking their calories, Jerry. So you think it's more the empty calories than so yes. the people eating? Because I'll say this, I see 
Where did we go yesterday? We stopped. Uh, we were at Great Adventure Sunday a little bit oh, that's late trouble. in the day. Yes, we went late in Fried the day foods. after the Yankee game was over. Uh, we went there, and I'm trying to think. I would say every restaurant at Great Adventure, and you know the food's fried food, you know, theme park food. It's fun. It's great. My God, the amount of food on people's trays was insane, and the sights were insane. You want to live there anywhere you want. I don't care, but you can't complain and eat like that at the same time. And you're talking about carbs and high fructose corn syrup and saturated fat. Oh, most oh people God. are and large. ice cream. Wow. Ice cream, yeah. Most people are large, Jerry. You think you think the majority are overweight? Yes. I more do. than 50% of I society. I say more than 50% are overweight, not well, obesely overweight. Well, I'm overweight, so technically yes, so then you I would, would, I would agree. Why 50%. do you why do you consider yourself overweight? Because based on um are you going BMI, Jerry? Body mass index? No, I'm not going BMI. I'm going by the government standards of my height and what I should weigh. I should weigh one, I think it's 164 I should weigh. Really? And I have been at 177 now for two years, and I have not been able to lose a pound. I don't think I look overweight, but I am. What's the most you weighed? 202. 202. I weighed 202, and I started Insanity with you, Eddie. I'll say you and Eddie because no one else really did it. Right. Um, it was 202 pounds, and I lost 20. I lost, I'm trying to think, 202. I got down to 179 during doing that. So I lost 23 pounds on that. Since then, I've gotten down to 177. I haven't gotten a, a pound less. Have you, not been able to. You could be eating breadsticks now because you've lost some weight. No, but I don't want to oh, eat Oh, you don't want to eat those. I don't want to do oh, that. I you know thought. what I do like? Have you had this Ezekiel bread? You've told me about this. I don't... I don't. Well, it's good. I don't get it. It's in the refrigerator at the, at the, the supermarket. And it's got all things in it, like right, all seeds in be, the bread. Because it's flourless. It's all grain and sprout bread. But if you toast it and put peanut butter on it, yeah. have peanut butter and jelly See, sandwich, I would like that. it's awesome. I would not eat it. It's, it's very... Um, it's pasty and dry if you just defrost it and eat it that way. No good. Toast it, phenomenal. Jelly's no good, Jerry. It's full of sugar. Right. Well, you put peanut butter. Or peanut you can butter put, is good. Or I'll put preserves on it. Or what I like to do is slice the strawberries or put blueberries on it. Nice. This but I'm is... saying you can have like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with it, and it does not taste bad at all. It's actually right. pretty good. And you can make French toast with it, make it with the egg whites. Tremendous. It's tremendous. This is like a health food. Well, what are we doing? Post. This has, no, this has nothing to do with today's show, Jerry. This is Alan Jerry just kind of spouting off yeah. the mouth. All right, lastly, Al, let's wrap up because um, we're really not doing any sports today. Quite frankly, there's really not much to talk about. Um, American Idol, I saw this yesterday. I saw Constantine tweeting about it that uh, next year will be it and they're going to wrap it up. I'm not being a jackass here. I honestly thought it was over already. I thought it ended a couple of years ago. I, I had honestly had no idea it was still running. And, you know, good. Uh, goodbye. See you later. Are you upset about this? No, uh, I bailed on it many years ago. I okay. used to love it. But when Simon Cowell left, he was the guy who was mean to everybody. And it was fun to watch him be mean to people who were terrible. Even be mean to people who were good but not good enough. I agree early on with you. Yes. So when he left, though, they replaced him with... They, he was always being replaced with nice people. So... J-Lo isn't going to be mean to somebody. Right. Keith Urban couldn't be a nicer guy. So everyone's nice. So it lost that mean factor. And also then all these other shows popped up that was, was essentially the same thing. The Voice was on. America's Got Talent uh, came on. It's like there was too many singing talent shows. If you put one of these shows on, right, and you took away the title of it behind, I guess they're behind the stage or whatever on the screen, and you asked me what I was watching, I have no idea. 
I don't watch. I mean, I'm amazed you actually watch these shows. Well, I I, I watched American Idol when it was very popular. Uh, but I, you, I haven't watched any of these. I'm not haven't. really big into these other shows. No. Isn't isn't Howard Stern on one? Howard Stern's on one, but that bothered me because I love Howard Stern. Okay, that is not the person who's judging on America's Got Talent is not Howard Stern. That's nice, calm. I've been to therapy for the last 20 years. I'm happily married, Howard Stern. All right, so you, you're you not one that followed him just because it was Howard. No, you were going to co- go to it. I tried it. You but did. It, it ruined my image of the Howard I listened to on the radio and the Howard that I loved through the 90s and 2000s, the angry Howard. You know what we need? What? Seinfeld should do a comedian one. Well, they do Last Comic Standing, and it's oh. terrible. Okay. Because the reality is most comics are terrible. Well... And it's bad. I don't think they're terrible. I really think it depends on the audience and how into the show the audience is, if that makes any sense. Yeah, well, yeah. Jay Moore helped create Last Comic Stand. Oh, he did? Yeah, and it was essentially that. Interesting. Looking for stand-up comics. And, they had the, and again, early on, they, they did get some people that were became successful through it. So my idea is old and tired. Old basically. and tired, Jerry. Sorry. Well, that's Every me. Every talent show has been done before. Oh, all right. Well, You have no new ideas. Where are we on the... Um, the divorcee dating site. Have you done any work on that? I haven't done any work on that. Uh, I was thinking about that, that driving like a lot in this morning. Of, it seemed like a lot of work. It probably is, but boy, when you get the work done. Divorcee dating site, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, that's called Match.com. There's a lot of divorcees on yes, there. Yes, but you could. there's also FarmersOnly.com. They could go to Match.com, too. I'm talking point, about Jerry. the Duke's record. We got to go my name first because your, your last name would roll with the Ds. Right. Reco and Duke's divorcee. Dating. Right. Dot com. And the thing could be like marriage wrecked, but spell it like your last oh, name. Oh, I like that too. With the then, R-E-C apostrophe yeah, D. Apostrophe D. See, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, once I was a morning DJ, you know that? You had the morning wreck <laughs> on uh, FM 106.3. I wanted it to be called the or, morning car wreck. Or G 106.3. It was uh, FM 106.3. FM 106.3. My program director would not allow it. He thought it was too negative. That was the alternative rock station before K-Rock became alternative. That was alternative. modern rock at the Jersey Shore. Yeah. That was good stuff. That were good stuff. Matt Pinfield was a big DJ there he when it first started. He was before me, yeah. yes. He was like a legend when I Legends, got there. But I'm sure Matt he was Pinfield. making like $18,000 a year there. That was a tiny, small... I don't know if we made that much. <laughs> what did you make? Would I you made... be comfortable telling us I would be all here? Yes. As the morning man at FM 106.3 yes. in, in Eatonburg or Eatontown? Eatontown, New Jersey. New Jersey. What could the morning man make a year a year yeah what was your salary not much i made i'm trying to think so first of all the hours were 5 a.m to 10 i was on from 6 to 10 okay i had to beg them to come in at 4 to do show prep but to get paid for because i didn't want to come in and were not you get hourly paid for. employee oh yeah oh okay what'd oh, you hourly. make an hour oh hourly i want to say when they took me off the overnights and put me in mornings they bumped my pay from 7 15 hour <laughs> to 10, 10 an hour, I wow. think it was. You must have been the cock of the walk there, walking around all cocky, making $10 <laughs> an hour. Say whatever you want. I think I made $60. Yeah, I think I made $60 a day, so I was nice. making 15000 a year. But no commute, Jerry. It was 25 minutes. Fifteen, And you were making fifteen grand a year? Yeah. What else did you do for a living? I worked at Sports Phone. Okay. So I used to work 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. at FM 106.3. Right. And then I would bolt out the door at 10.02. Maggie did the afternoons, and I would ask her to always come in by like 9.57, so I could get in the car by 10. I would do my last set at 52, and I'd be done. I'd have her music pulled for the next hour, for the 10 o'clock midday hour. And then I would get in the car, and I had to bolt up 287 all the way. I forget what town it was. Like, God Almighty, it was exit 60, up 287. I did sports phone from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. twice a week. 
11 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Yeah, 2 a.m. Oh, my god! I did the whole day. And then I get done at 2 a.m. I'd get in the car and I'd drive back to 106.3 and I would sleep for an hour and a half, work till 10, then I'd go home and crash all afternoon. So I did sports phone twice a day. That paid really well. Nice. I would say I made three times working twice a week at sports phone what I made. This is starting to blend into Al's boring podcast where I ask you about your career. <laughs> yeah, I've and done then a lot. Did, it's how weird. did that end, Jerry? I mean, I've been here now, and we'll wrap up. I've been here now, what year is this, 15? So I've been here 18 years now. And prior and during, I've done, I mean, it's really crazy how many different places I've worked for. Right. Which is weird. MLB, which is always good, serious, NFL radio, a lot of good stuff along the way. Covered the Jets, covered the Giants, covered the Nets, a lot of good stuff. Covered the Rangers one year. And then I would go like this. And how did that end? <laughs> and I got to say, unlike probably some of your guests, they all pretty much ended well. Yeah. I moved on. The only one I didn't move on from, kind of, was remember when I did the voiceover work at night, highlighting games? Oh, yeah. So that ended partially because they wanted me more during the day, and I was working here. I had to pick there or here, and I picked here. Smart. But that was a lot of money. You made the right choice. Jerry, I have to go move my car now. Oh, I got to pay my meter. See you. Bye. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.